Jenkins. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars, Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Happy Monday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead. Plenty to get to from over the weekend for Nebraska football, other firings in college football as Jeez. well. Jeez. College basketball, Nebraska's won two straight games. Give us a little bit of that here in a little bit today. Jeez, we got a lot to talk about. There is about. a lot to get to today. It also is already Thanksgiving week, the final regular season Weekend of the year for college Harrison football. Harrison is here, our EP, and he's very angry about the non-call late in the Nebraska-Wisconsin game when Xavier Betts' route was interrupted by Fayon Hicks near the goal line. We'll talk about that. We'll talk oh, about yeah. Luke Walton's firing in Sacramento. No, we, no, no, we, no we will not. We probably won't That's the one mention it gets right there because <laughs> no one on earth cares about that. <laughs> so I'd throw that one in there. Hey, I threw that one in there. That's all going to get thrown in today. Luke Walton got Nope, fun. no, no, that's it. Man, that's enough of that. I'm just going to say the, the Kings, record. No one cares about the Kings or the NBA right now. Six to ten when that's he got it. fired. That's it. All right, that's enough. All right. Never again. All right, I'm sorry. Hey, did you know about that? I knew about it. Harrison, and I said, did well, you? Huh? I said, oh, interesting. Okay, Dan Mullen. with my day. Dan Mullen fired. Whacked. Gone. Yeah, Dan Mullen fired. Lost the team. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they lost in overtime to Missouri. I guess they had to lose them for that game, but... They've lost five straight. They've lost five straight. To power five <laughs> I still laugh about the Samford game last weekend where they had a lot of 52 points in a win, not to Stanford, but to Samford. I mean, this is a that's an example of a firing of a guy who just had one bad season. I mean, last year there were eight and four. Yep. Uh, double-digit wins his previous, previous two or three years there, whatever it was. He had double-digit wins two years, I think, and then eight. And then this year's struggles. They lose at Missouri. He gets conservative late. And then then the thing that roils the Florida fans is he's – this is the second time this has happened. He's shaking hands with the opposing coach, in this case, Eli Drinkwitz. And he's kind of smiling. Now, I think about these things. Like if Frost did that, same thing. The fan base would go wild, right? Like why is Frost down there smiling after a loss? You know, why is he – these, these are the little things that are just crazily criticized. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. The game's over, you know. Yeah. You're supposed to be go out there and just be pissed and mad at the world and say, screw you, Missouri. <laughs> Damn you. I'm Have a big really scowl. Up, I'm really upset. And this is the world of coaching. It's just like that That stuff gets overblown. I don't care yeah. if he's smiling or not. Congratulations, you won the game. It's over. That point's over. Anyways. Uh, we'll get to more of that later on. But, yeah, the news, of course, from Nebraska. I, you and I were both there at Camp Randall. I went there for my first time ever to Madison. We, okay. I've, I've got plenty of thoughts yeah, on we the have, experience. We have so much to talk about. I don't know where to start. Well, Nebraska did lose the game, 35-28, as yes, you mentioned. I guess we should start. There, there was a uh, <laughs> a very obvious 
pass interference not called on fourth and twenty that would have given Nebraska probably a first. Would have given him a first down at the ten and a half with about what eight seconds to go. I, I was going to say more like four or five. Okay, so there's no one more play. There's no guarantee a score in the next play. No, one but more you play. have one more chance of what was definitive pass interference. But that's the way it goes. You lose by seven thirty five twenty eight. A very entertaining football game. Let me say that I was glad to be a part of a game that was not. A Wisconsin route, which has happened before in this rivalry. It's been we've seen a lot of Wisconsin blowouts of Nebraska. This was a good game all the way through. The kickoff, opening kickoff return for a touchdown was not good for Nebraska. But you know what? You know it was good. The response, the drive they had after that, the big play to Toure to get down in Wisconsin territory. Yeah. Um, that was a good response. Very good response. Forty-two yard pass to Toure. Here's what. There's a lot I wonder about about what our listeners are thinking. There's a lot to hash over in this game. Okay, that was a good response. You know, four times in this game, Jake, right up to 28 to 28 with six and a half minutes left in the game. You know what? Four times Nebraska tied the game with touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, four times. That Against one... a very stingy defense that before. They weren't stingy at all on Saturday. Yeah, the, maybe the big takeaway was that. Nebraska with the now we we do a lot around here at the ticket just bashing Frost. I think you got to give him a lot of credit here. You know, I mean, I think you got to give him a lot of credit for that game aggressive game plan, right? Yes, I loved it. I, really I, aggressive. Well, first down passes ten times or twelve times um, in that neighborhood, a dozen times completing them. I think ten times they. They, their game plan was to attack basically with a pass-heavy attack. Well, they saw that Wisconsin, as we've seen, it stops everybody on the run. No, you cannot run on the Badgers very efficiently. They ran okay in this game, but they, it got like you said, the game plan was let's beat them downfield. We're going to trust Adrian to make the throws, our receivers and tight ends to get open. And guess what? They made Austin Allen a vital part of the game plan. And look how that went. Sip for Nebraska, Austin Allen in this game. Was incredible. Seven catches, one forty-three, and a long of thirty-eight. They could not stop him. They no. could not stop Austin Allen. Right, and Samari Ture, seven catches for one thirteen. Um, yeah, Nebraska tight ends combined for nine catches. When you throw in Vocalex, I no, I mean Nebraska did not run it really well, but pretty well for the. Okay, they're playing the top-ranked defense in the country. So to reset, okay, to reset. Nebraska put 452 on a defense that had been allowing 216, okay? 452 yards of total offense Nebraska rolled up against a team that had been allowing in the, yeah, 216, 220, I think it got up to actually after the Northwestern game. But whatever, the you, the point is, is that Nebraska attacked – now, I would say Nebraska also attacked on the ground. Well, they threw it 35 times. They ran it 35 times, so it was pass heavy. Threw it 35, ran it 35 in a close game. So they, they, were, they were 50-50. But Nebraska did – those running backs attacked. I mean, they, they ran hard. They did. <laughs> who, who, would have, who would have guessed at any point in the season that Nebraska's leading rusher against Wisconsin – would be Brody Belt. Well, the way Zip. it looked to me is that Brody Nobody. Belt should have been playing more. He he ran hard, and maybe that's a Ron Brown thing. Ron Brown comes in, realizes you know, sees something in practice, maybe that wasn't being set, seen by Ryan Held previously, 
or he just was more motivated in practice. I don't know, know, but whatever. Belt ran hard. I thought even Marvin Scott looked pretty good. Marvin Scott looked good. These are two guys we haven't seen basically the whole season. Right. Basically. I tip my cap to all three of those guys that ran the ball. Brody Belt, Marvin Scott, and Marquis Stepp. Now, their production was this, 25 carries for 70 yards, 2.8 per carry. That's not great, but in the context of Wisconsin, which had been allowing 60 rushing yards yeah. per game, that's pretty good. Yeah, and they scored three touchdowns. I mean, yeah. they're short ones, but they scored. Oh, they got that, in. That first drive, the first drive, Step had a seven-yard run down there, and I was yeah. like, wait a second. Yeah, I know. In the red zone, right? Yeah. In yeah, the red running, zone. Run, they ran it right at him. Nebraska is a bad red zone offense. That's a great red zone defense, and Nebraska was gashing them. Yeah, now this is where people are going to say, you guys are talking like they won the game. Um, I know. Stop doing that because they lost the game. And a lot of the reason they lost it was because I was because of Braylon Allen, which I was dead flat. I'm surprised yeah. you haven't given me uh, more help. That guy you is going to be a huge problem. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you had plenty of people tweeting at you yeah, about yeah, Braylon Allen. Yeah. I, I just stayed away from that one. Yeah, I predicted he wouldn't get a hundred. Uh, he had that in the first quarter <laughs> yeah, because of a 71 yard touchdown run on third and one. Ouch. Oh yeah, where he was Cam better Hitter than Britt I thought. Tried to just push him. That was a bad. I don't know. Too. I don't know if he was. If if I had seen him in a few games where he wasn't wasn't healthy, I don't know. He looked way better oh, than guy, I thought. That, well, the thing with him, okay, obviously he's seventeen. We'll get that out. He's seventeen years old. He's patient. Yeah. Like how many guys does he just plow yeah. with the line? Like he is patient. Yeah, he puts his already. Hand, he puts his hand out. He'll get. He'll put his hand on a lineman. How to wait for a second, see something, then boom. How many freshmen it. do that? Probably not. How many sophomores do that? Not many. Not many. His vision was great. He breaks tackles and he's fast. And he was patient. I said, This guy is already the next Jonathan Taylor. He's already here. He's 6'2, he's 6'2, 238. Yeah, he's he's pretty fast. He weighs 238. That long run late, Miles Farmer, who's 6'4, 200, (laughs) had a clean shot at him. He just shrugged him off. That's not a 5'9", 165-pound corner. That's 6'4", no. 200. Yeah, he's like, uh, see him. <laughs> yeah. Get off me, bro. Yeah. And then that long run early, um, Cam Taylor Britt came flying in there and had a shot at him and, and did the flying shoulder tackle try instead of rapping. Yep. Can't um, do that. And and then he went off. He went off for That's a touchdown. That's the 71-yard touchdown. Right? Yep. <clears throat> yeah. And I'm not – you know, it's kind of a – that that feels like you feel like I'm uh, maybe dogging Cam Taylor Britt. I'm not. I'm not. He just missed the tackle. It was a poor play, but yeah. he did, he was fine otherwise, right? Yeah. In that game, it was sort of interesting. If you notice, he got up and chased him. Chased. He, him. I did. Damn I did see him. that. Yeah, he almost got. He yeah. he had his, a chance to get him at the very end. Yeah, he knew he messed up, and he almost got. Him. So that guy, Braylon Allen, ends up with what 228 yards rushing. Um, what's well, right? Yeah, in front he had of me. 22 carries yeah. for 228 yards, three touchdowns, an average of 10.4 yards per carry. Yeah, he was incredible. And and you know the other guy that hurt Nebraska was Jake Ferguson, eight eight receptions, 92 yards. Um, so there you go. Um, now we'll we will talk about the scene. Oh yeah, which is Harrison. You'd be startled by how unimpressive it is. I mean, it's. I, I don't know what the deal is. They've taken for granted their success. If you want to know a sad thing, but maybe not a surprising thing, I was at midfield about 55 rows up, and I was the loudest person by far in the section. <laughs> That's not surprising. Uh, it was, it was, it was uh, what do you expect from me jeering at a football game? Real, real quick before we get to Chris, and we'll, we'll, we'll be talking about this for the rest of the week probably, but like wa- we're talking about walking to the game, 
the scene around the stadium. It is in it. It is nothing like Nebraska in that there was little buzz or enthusiasm for this game in Madison. I I was told by friends who have been there before, and just by people that attend Big Ten football games, that Camp Randall's a daunting place. I was not daunted at all. It was not daunting. It, it, was, it, was, it was just deer a, season. It was, it was a, I, okay, It still. was the start of de- rifle deer season. It was the first day of rifle deer season. So on that day, they traditionally don't draw well. Okay, well. Not the, traditionally. I the, mean, every year they don't draw the well. The South yeah. Stadium was like empty for a while. Then it filled up by the third quarter. Like it got up to the top and said, what? where's everybody at? Why right. are you getting here so late? North yeah. Stadium was pretty much empty. Well, some of it's Nebraska. You know, that it's your, it's your senior day. It's your last senior home game day? of the year. You're playing for the Big Ten West title It right doesn't now. feel like – now, anybody that was there would, would verify this. It doesn't feel like the Big Ten West title is a big deal to Wisconsin. Well, they're always there. Yeah. They, they just like, – They must either, have just gotten used to it. They have. They have. Right. They expect to be there. They're not. They're not a sexy team. They're not. They're not overly impressive. They're fine. They're well coached, but they just are always in the conversation. If they don't win the West, they're always right there in second or third place, and by half a game probably. Now this is a this. This is one of those complicated. Hold on, Chris. One second. It's probably somewhat complicated by this. The times we're in, right? People have gotten used to staying home. Okay. Um. You know, COVID's still a factor. I mean, Madison's very, it's masked up. Yes, it is. Um, so some of it's that, too. There's, It's just complicated by the times we're in probably a little bit. But I just, this is where you salute Nebraska fans. Nebraska fans are incredible. It's incredible what Nebraska does. Incredible. For a three and, yep. what are they now? Three, three and eight. eight. Yeah, I mean, they'll be a, that stadium will be jacked up on Friday. It'll feel like... Nebraska's playing for the West Division title. That's how Nebraska fans are. It's incredible. I'd be curious again, yeah, to that point. I'd be curious what that game would be like if both teams were fighting for the West, if it had been different. But and that's on Nebraska for being three and seven going in. Absolutely. But still, for for what was senior day and you're trying to win a game, you know it's gonna be a tough one yeah. because Nebraska has played everybody tough this senior year. Senior day. You I would expect more buzz. I just it was a it was a library. It was quiet. Yeah, not just at the stadium, around the yeah, stadium. It was on the walk up. Yeah, it was. No, I enjoyed the city. I you know I checked out the camp, the campus and I went to the bars. I, I enjoyed it, but yeah, I just it, there wasn't much fervor there. There was people out drinking. Um, but by the way, there's no like there's no disdain for Nebraska. They, they no. don't dislike Nebraska. No. Uh-uh. Like 2011 when you came in, I you know I heard all those stories about everybody getting rocks thrown at them and. Nebraska came in as a, as a good team. They came in off of back to back conference championship appearances in the Big Twelve, and they were they were probably hoity toity going in there, right? Yeah, yeah. We're the new guys. Come beat us. Yeah, I understand that. They beat you eight straight times. Now they're like, well, come on in, Nebraska. We love you. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's, some of this is just about Nebraska. They haven't but, done their but job. But I would tell people it's not all about that. It's not all about that. I mean, some of it is. I think it's just a multi layered conversation. Start of. I would say it's the start of um, rifle deer season. Saturday was the beginning of that in Wisconsin. I would say it's Nebraska's record that had an impact. I would say that Wisconsin's just has gotten used to being yep. really good. Yep. Um, I'd say there's there's kind of COVID considerations that you have to sure. have and just sign of the times sure. type stuff. So those are probably the leading factors. But, man, Nebraska fans, count your blessings because you – 
go to games every Saturday that feel like a major event. And and that is not the case everywhere. That is not the case everywhere. No, it's not. Um, so kudos to the Nebraska fans who made the trip. I saw a lot of I still saw in a three and seven season going in a lot of Nebraska fans out yeah. there. I was at a couple bars. It felt like it was sixty five percent Nebraska fans in some of those bars. Can you imagine what that Wisconsin crowd would be like if they were a five hundred team? Dead. Be, the stadium be, would be oh, the man. stadium had fifty. It had fifty thousand people in. It. So the uh, the attendance yeah, for this the game, the ten, I got it at uh, s- is it six, sixty seven thousand eight hundred eighty eight. Okay, capacity's eighty thousand. Okay, now that that is not turnstile count, but I think. There were probably 60,000 people there. I bet there were 20,000. But a, a late-arriving crowd in that south section. Yeah. South Stadium was took forever to fill up. Let's get to Chris. Get a call from Chris on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline, 402-464-5685. Chris, you're on early break. Go ahead. Good morning, Steve, Jake. It sounds like you guys had fun up there, though. I, I yeah, sure did. I, you know, it was a good trip. It was. It's not that I don't like going to Madison. It was, no, it was a good trip. What did you think of that? proceedings chris well steve you know yeah like like you guys were talking it it looked like one of the end zones was completely empty when that game started from the tv perspective the south end zone the south end zone it was pretty empty pretty uh now you guys first of all it was a gallant effort by nebraska guys start you know i mean really you know i i mean i'm Totally disappointed, of course, being three and eight right now. I mean, who wouldn't be? But, but this team has had some fight all year. It really has, and and they've just had some tough luck, you know, like we've had the, ever since. It seems like we've been in the Big Ten, but uh, uh, you know, a, a great offensive game plan. I don't know. Hats off to whoever drew up the offensive game plan. Scott, I take it, had a big part of it. Yep. Whoever the, the the offensive, the interim offensive staff was, uh, we need, though, Steve, Jake, you know, I've always been a run guy. You guys know that. We need to, we need to, we really need to run the ball better. Now, we ran the ball well, which is unusual for this team inside the 10, 15-yard line. We ran the ball really well there, but mm-hmm. – we we didn't seem to move it real well between the twenties. Um, we we're going to have to get a, a a running game, that's for sure. Um, guys, it's I've I've never been a fan, especially when we have an offense that ranks probably in the top fifteen as far as yards go in uh-huh. the country. Uh-huh. I've never been a fan of deferring the kickoff. I thought, why not put their defense on the field first. You know, you never know how many chances, if you throw in turnovers, how many chances you're going to get with the ball. And I've, I've, I've always thought that if you've got a really pretty good offense, you know, I, I, I've been a fan of always taking the ball, and I know they've done that several times this year, but, but once again, that special team's uh, bit us right in the hind end on that opening kickoff. Now, Steve Jake, my first thought was, oh my gosh, this thing's going to end up about 42 to 7. Yeah, it was a bad, a bad omen, but it was not true. No, no. A great, well, Jake, like you said, a great response, you know, to this. And, uh, uh, you know, now, Braylon Allen, 
you know what? He had run for a hundred yards, six straight games. I'd seen him a couple of times. Watch Wisconsin. Watched them against Iowa, uh, against uh, Northwestern. You know, and and he scared me. He really did scare me, and and he was our worst nightmare. Like you said, Steve, uh, on that seventy-yard run, you know, he shocked Cam Taylor Brett right right off the bat, and then then. Uh, and he seemed to show some pretty good speed. Yeah. He, at least we didn't yeah, have anybody speed. to run him down. Yeah, he's got speed. He's good. He's he's he, he's not a sprinter, but he's got good. No, running no, he's speed. no, he's no Usain Bolt for sure. No. But but it's adequate. It yeah, gets the yeah. job done. And then, like you said, that second touchdown. You know, Miles Farmer came over there and and he just shucked him. I mean, yeah. he just threw him off. But uh, one thing, you guys, if you weren't near a TV. They showed him in the weight room, squatting with the team around him, squatting over six hundred pounds. Hello. So this kid, this kid's got some power to him, and we're going to have to put up with this for at least two more years, probably. And my worst, my worst fears is this is going to be another Jonathan Taylor or one of those running backs up there that just every year runs for two hundred yards against us. I hope that's not the case. We always have but, somebody. But I'm sorry. What I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I interjected. Um, I just say they always have somebody. Go ahead, Chris. Sorry about that. Yes. Yes. But now, you guys are talking about Iowa. I've said this for three weeks, Steve Jake. I this Iowa team's beatable. I, you know, I'm this Friday sitting there, and and I saw something this morning that says the temperature might be 60 degrees, which is a blessing in itself, Hell right low. there. Hello. But uh, but uh, guys. This Iowa team is beatable. Uh, Illinois was up on them, ten to nothing, ten to nothing, and then Iowa gets Iowa does what they do. They got an interception for a touchdown. Now here's a warning sign. They returned the kickoff with a transfer from Buffalo that was, I think, on the track team out there. They returned the kickoff for about a hundred yards for a touchdown. That was the difference in the game. Iowa had. 250 yards of total offense at home against Illinois. And Steve Jake, if we cannot beat Iowa Friday, I, 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 I'm just going to be terribly disappointed. I really will. I, I mean, this, this team, is, I've said it for three weeks to you guys, they're beatable. They are beatable. But anyway, guys, it was an interesting weekend again in college football. Steve Jake, the Big Ten football gods have to be smiling with that Ohio State-Michigan matchup oh this uh, weekend. You mm-hmm. know, so uh, that's that's where they want those two teams to be. But uh, mm-hmm. Steve, Jake, hey, great show, and uh, uh, I'll talk to you later on this week. And uh, uh, let's 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 hope we get a victory Friday. All right, thanks for the call, Chris. <laughs> Nebraska, Jake, is a four-point favorite against nine and two Iowa. I don't, I, I, that hello. needs to be stated about ten times. Yeah. Three. And eight, Nebraska riding a five-game losing streak right now. And having lost six straight games to Iowa is a four-point favorite to nine and two Iowa. I don't, I don't even know. I don't think I, that's that ever is, happened in the history of time. I can't believe it has. That is incredible. How many three and eight teams have ever, ever been favored in a, a football game? Right. Let alone against a nine and two team. <laughs> Fighting for the division title still. No, that is remarkable. <laughs> 
It's remarkable. Like, that team still has a chance to go to the Big Ten Championship. I mean, look at— And they're a four-point dog to a 3-8 and eight team. Look what's happened, though. Look at how well Nebraska played Ohio State compared to number 7 Michigan State. Michigan State was dead three minutes into the game. It was over. Ohio State put 655 yards on Michigan State and scored 56 and could have named it. It was 49-0 at halftime. Yeah, if they wanted to score 70 in that game, they could have done it. Nebraska holds Ohio State to 26 points. That's right. They hold Ohio State to under 100 rushing yards, I believe. Um, They held Travion Henderson Mm -hmm. to 90 something. Yep. that's why, Jake. I mean, that, that, those are the sort of things that we're talking about. That's not just one, but that's one of them. I mean, think about how much better Nebraska played Ohio State than Michigan State did. Do you understand They, they that? played infinity times better. Yeah. I mean, Michigan State had no answers at all. Oh, it, it, it was like watching a JV team. That was, that was the seventh-ranked team in the country. They, they did nothing. Walker did nothing offensively. That yeah, offense twenty six rushing yards. That's it. That's it. By Heisman, it was over anyways. But he's no chance. No. Uh, well, I think the the Heisman, the Heisman, maybe is going to CJ Stroud. Could be, because well, Bryce Young had a big game for Alabama, and he's going to be right up there too. They yeah, beat Arkansas by seven. Those two. Those are the guys yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, yeah, you can't say that enough. Nebraska a four point favorite against nine and two Iowa. <laughs> I, think, I want to know somebody out there who who does betting or can research. Uh, how many times has a three and eight team's number one been favored in any football game? Right. I, I can almost assure you it's never happened against a nine and two football yeah, team. How ever. would you know? I mean, I that, that I, I, maybe somebody would have would be able to track that, but it's a it's you know it's a in some ways it's a nod to the this notion that Nebraska is pretty good. Yet we're staring at this three and eight record. You know, but it's a nod to Nebraska going into Madison with this aggressive, ultra aggressive game plan. We're throwing it and we're throwing it down the field. Stop us. In fact, I know this, Jake. Those coaches for Nebraska were really confident going into this game. I was struck on Hmm. Friday. I heard from a couple of them and they were really confident. They, I mean, I'm sure today that, well, that day they lost and Sunday and and probably today they're like, this is ridiculous. They thought they're they thought, yeah, you guys say what you want. We're gonna win the game. Well, I'd say this too. There was there were some penalties, but I thought the O line played well against No sacks. No sacks allowed. Wisconsin yeah, no sacks allowed. Wisconsin got zero I sacks. Mean, there was a couple holy penalties that hurt you. Yeah, they and a false start a couple false starts on, maybe. On the last drive yeah. on the last drive they had a holding. Yep. Uh, Corcoran had a couple holdings that hurt him at key yes. times. But generally, you know, those tackles have struggled all year. But generally, you're right. Th- those tackles also allowed no sacks. Um, and that's – yeah. And and I'm telling you, the numbers aren't great on the ground. Tw- uh, 35 carries, 101. But you have to put it in the context of we are playing a def- the nation's yep. best defense. Right, basically. And they actually did get some stuff done on the ground. They didn't – they only had those three running backs. Jake had a combined two yards of minus rushing, two minus two yards rushing. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, that's a critical stat. Yeah, they to went me. forward. Yeah, they were they were they were doing enough that the play action was effective. Well, I think what's what's important is that if you're if you were a Wisconsin fan or covering Wisconsin, your fear was don't let Adrian beat you with his feet. 
right? right. They were, they're concerned about his, his running. And he had one 19-yard run. He was nine carries for 23 yards. Like he, he beat you through the air. They yeah. weren't counting on that. They know he was capable, but he, and they lost the game. But he was beating you consistently through the air. Adrian's a conundrum. I mean, he he threw two picks. I did, I wasn't... The one I was, was okay with them. The one was bad. The second one? Yeah, the wounded duck. <laughs> that was in the air for about, I don't know, 10 seconds Yeah, or it so. reminded me of Northwestern's yeah. throw last yeah, year. Yeah, that was bad. That was bad. The other one, the receiver did not yeah. fight Oliver hard for Martin. the ball. Yeah. Martin. Yeah, and, and, and Adrian lit him up on the side. He should have. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it, it was certainly probably more in the, in the you know, it was going to be an easier pick, but at least do something. You could knock go that away. Go fight for the ball. Knock it away go, or hit yeah, him. Yeah, go fight for the ball. Knock it, you know, hit him. Right. Jar it out. Yeah, yeah, that was disappointing. But Adrian, come on, read Adrian's stats. Adrian passing the ball, 23 of 35, 351 yards, one touchdown, two picks along a 42 to Samari Terrain. The problem Nebraska has is this. Okay, those are outstanding numbers. Outstanding stats. But you can't, the chances, the the odds of you going on the road and beating a ranked team when you give up a kickoff return and you're minus two in turnovers are stacked way against And they you. still had a chance to tie it up right. in their territory at the very end of the game. You give off a kickoff return where one kid m- misses a tackle. I mean, Isaac Gifford missed a tackle. He did. He said it after the game. He took full. He was fully accountable. Um, if he makes the tackle on Stephen Bracey, who, by the way, that was Stephen Bracey's first touch of the year. That's the first time he touched the ball all year, that guy that went 90-whatever it was for a touchdown. Yeah. Well, I believe it was Isaac Gifford missed a tackle. Yeah, Isaac yeah. missed a missed tackle. tackle with a yeah, yeah, line. yeah, it's unfortunate. But that's, that that can't prevent the whole play from going no, that no, bad. No, no, no. He, he was fully like he accountable. Got him, he stopped him for a second, and then he was by, yeah. gone. Yeah, and he went, took off on the But ride. as Chris said, that you would think, oh, that's, here comes another route then. Okay, this is a, what, nope. a, what a great sign. Now Nebraska nope. comes back, five plays, 74-yard touchdown. I mean, come on. Who, who thought that was going to happen after that? Yeah, not right, me. Right, not away, me. right away, Adrian hits – First play. First play. First play. Same Ture. thing against Northwestern, right? Yeah. They went deep to Toure, mm-hmm. and they got a big play, and they scored. Uh, Toure's been excellent. Aggressive game plan. That that I just want people to know, Nebraska people to know that that was a confident team, and they were confident in the game plan. Well, I, again, I I was there. I it was a really impressive football game. It, it was, was. Really well played. Yeah. That's the thing. It was. If you're a defensive fan, it wasn't a great defensive game no, for either team. But that, that is not what anybody no, predicted. Nobody thought it'd be that. No, nobody. Nobody thought, saw 35-28 with Nebraska had a chance to win. And I don't know what to tell you about that late flag, not flying. Fayon Hicks inter, in, you know interceded on on Xavier Betts's route. I guess you're just. Would you say, Jake, you watch more football than I do? More often than not, on the road, you're just not going to get that. Flag. I, I just think on a fourth and twenty play, you're not. It's, it doesn't get called often because I mean, if you watch the play, was constantly to tell you that there was a holding call on Corcoran. I mean, he, uh, yeah, <laughs> okay. I said, oh, okay. <laughs> if, you, if you go back now, you're yeah, watching yeah. it from Nebraska fans' perspective, saying, saying "Oh, okay, that's pi." They said, "Well, go watch the Wisconsin fan because Corcoran was <laughs> 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 he is behind the guys and dragging yeah. him." Don't 
don't touch Asia, please. So, okay, right. I, I, I got you as constant. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. Which I, one I, was more egregious, though? Yeah. The non-hold or the PI is probably a wash. Yeah, so. I won't raise too much. You know what about about that? I think if you about watch, that in, if, the interference, if you go watch, called. if you go watch the Corcoran play there, you might. Okay, I think fans might quiet down Balances about the PI. It's, it's, it's balances pretty, it it's out. It's pretty egregious. I mean, there's the there's two fists on a jersey behind him as Adrian's ahead of him. Dang so Dang again, Nebraska falls. Uh, 35-28. I was unimpressed with the environment. The game was fun, though. Really well played. Um, I go back to Madison again, but I just, again, yeah, kudos to you, Nebraska fans, for making the trip and also for being great home fans in Lincoln because it's a way better environment here than it is at Camp And Randall. it's not even close. No, it's not close. It's not close. I was expecting to be like, you know, like okay, this is this is loud, and it it just it just wasn't. There's just the world. I think some of this is just the world has changed. I mean, it's just a not in Nebraska, apparently. No, not as much, not as much. It's amazing. All right, well, uh, keep your calls coming four zero two four six four five six eight five. I am bothered by a sentiment out there by certain Nebraska fans. I'll tell you what that is next on early break in the ticket.